You're listening to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio, 7.83 a.m. and online. Stories of homelessness are continuously in the media, even as a Wellingtonian you may notice seemingly more instances of it. Um, however, still one in 100 people um, in New Zealand are classified as homeless. Um, so today in B-Side Stories, we welcome Tim O'Donovan, who's the director of Wellington Community Ministries at the Salvation Army. And he's here to tell us a bit more about 14 Hours Homeless, which is coming up this Friday. Welcome, Tim. Thank you. So one in 100 Kiwis are now classified as homeless. What, um, what classifies somebody as homeless? Uh, so essentially it's people that are living in unsafe or unsuitable uh, locations. So that includes um, what I guess people traditionally see as homelessness, which is people rough sleeping on the street. Um, but it also can include people that are couch surfing. So people that are staying in someone's house that isn't you know, their own house. Um, so sort of sharing accommodation with them. Um, it includes people that are living in temporary situations. So that might be a, a, a motel or a motor camp or, or a hostel, a boarding house. So the night shelter here in Wellington, that would be an example of that. Um, and it also includes people that are living in housing, which is basically unsuitable to be living in. Yeah, I see. And how how does the problem rate in Wellington compared to kind of New Zealand in general? Yeah, that's um, so. The, the figures come from the census. So Otago University has done some work on that, on on extracting those numbers. Um, and it's a really difficult thing to measure. Um, so there has been attempts to measure people that uh, the number of people that are, are rough sleeping in Wellington, um, but without huge amounts of success. I mean, we estimate somewhere in the vicinity of probably fifty to seventy people a night are rough sleeping. Um, but then obviously if you take the wider uh, definition of homelessness, you know, people that are on other people's couches or on boarding houses and so on, um, then, then I expect we'd be probably somewhere in that, that, that vicinity of one in 100. Yeah, and it must be it must be really hard to measure that because there must yeah, there's so many kind of different levels. And, and I guess is it a problem that never really goes away? It's just... Yeah, well, well um, unfortunately it hasn't gone away to date. Um, the Timahana strategy, which is a, a Wellington um, City Council initiative um, that a whole lot of agencies have been involved in, uh, so that's about ending homelessness by 2020. So that was signed off in uh, 2014, and, you know, it's, it's probably fair to say that it's a fairly ambitious target. Um, one of the challenges with, with, with measuring homelessness and who's homeless at a particular point is it, is it does change. Mm. So, you know, we, we at the Salvation Army, um, as well as other agencies throughout the city, provide um, emergency accommodation, but we also support people to get in longer-term accommodation. So at any one point, the people that are in our emergency houses will be classified as homeless simply because it's, it's, it's temporary. Um, but, you know, we're working with them as our other agencies to, to put them into housing where actually it's longer term housing and then providing um, support mechanisms for them once they're in that housing so that they can continue to stay in, in that. So, yeah, it's really difficult to measure um, and it's really difficult to get a snapshot at any particular point of who's homeless and how many people. Um, but probably Wellingtonians have um, have recognised, you know, an increase in the number of people that they're seeing maybe when they're walking to work in the morning, someone sleeping in an alleyway or, you know, under a shop um, frontage, um, and also the number of people that are on the street. Mm. Um, and certainly if you travel to places like Auckland, then, you know, walk up and down Queen Street and, and you know, it's not possible to do that without recognising an increase of, of people that are out there, you know, asking for assistance. Are we well placed in Wellington with um, 
with a variety of organizations that do offer some of the different types of support because it's not yeah it isn't just temp- like you say it's not just temporary accommodation there's looking at a longer term view but also things like even furnishings for when they kind of yeah are we well placed here for that um i guess it uh it sort of depends on what you'd call well placed really i mean well, there there is there, there are a number of agencies and many of them are involved in in the 14 hours homeless not not all of them but um so there's a number of agencies that work in the space um we're we're always short of funding mm. and i think you know that's one of the things that's been really um brought to the forefront in terms of the sort of national focus that there's been in the last sort of six months on homelessness is a lot of and it's not just opposition parties it's a lot of um commentators saying that more there's more that needs to be done so in terms of wellington you know we're, we're fortunate we've got the city council that's been part of that timahana strategy and is keen to see that you know um, see those goals achieved um, and we've got a whole lot of dedicated people that are working in a number of agencies but you know we could always do with more resourcing mm. because it's 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 not an easy space to be working in um, and, and you've got a whole continuum of people that, that end up in this situation and for some people it might be you know simply that they've lost their job um, and as a result of that you know there's no money in the bank to, to continue to pay the rent or the mortgage or whatever and at the other end of the scale you've got people that have a you know huge um, uh, number of challenges that they're facing uh, a huge number of issues um, so that could be mental health issues it could be um, uh, drug and alcohol addiction issues uh, it could be breakdown of relationships within the whanau it could be family violence and so it's not just about putting people in a house and saying well there you go um, it's about providing um, wraparound services so that those people can actually get back on their feet again um, and uh, yeah, so so in terms of resourcing, resourcing can be anything from you know um, having a space for people to move into, and for some people that's enough, mm. um, that that's all they need. But for other people, they're going to need it might be social work support or, or budgeting or. Um, those sorts of services for six to twelve to eighteen months, mm. and obviously there's a significant cost if we, if you're providing you know the, the human resource or the staffing resource to support those people. Mm. So so fourteen hours homeless. Um, did that is that came about I guess to try and raise awareness about some of the stuff that you're kind of fundraising for, but also. Is it to, is it partly to develop em- empathy for the general public as well, or is that less? Is that just an unexpected benefit? Or well, hopefully it's one of the things that comes out of this. I mean that the the, uh, the event's been going since two thousand and fourteen, and it came about really um, so uh, the 9th of October. Sorry, the tenth of October. Every year is World Homelessness Day. Ah, so it's close to yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. it's as close as possible. So that that is um, that's marked internationally, and that's re- that, that's really about saying, well, this isn't. Um, this is obviously not just a New Zealand. Mm. problem. It's a problem that many countries face throughout the world. Um, so that that. That international day was put into place, um, and then as a result of that, in 2014, a number of agencies got together and, and said, "Well, you know, is there something that we could be doing locally to to bring people's attention to that?" Uh, and I think it's fair to say in 2014 there was nowhere near the level of awareness and probably. Um, uh, public being informed to the level that they are today, so it, it was about um, it is, and it still is about education and about informing people that 
um, you know, this is an issue. And I think if, if you look overseas, you know, what we want to avoid is the situation in, in places like London and New York where where they've got an, a significant number of visible mm. um, uh, people that live on the streets, so rough sleeping, and then obviously a great big... Um, a bigger number of people that are classified as homeless that are, you know, living in those sort of temporary accommodation and on couch surfing and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's about public awareness. It's about, um, it's about, and what you would hope would come from that is some empathy. I mean, one of the things that... uh, that came about this year was that we got some um, footage which the New Zealand Herald kindly ran on their website, and that's three stories, um, real people who ended up homeless. And all three of those people said, you know, say in these, in these stories, well, we didn't think it could happen to us. And, and yet it did happen to them. Um, so it's about, uh, it's about getting people to reflect on the fact that for many of us, it's only one or two pay packets away from being, you know, in that mm. situation. Um, so there's a whole lot of people out there that don't have a huge amount in reserve. Um, at the same time, you've obviously got a, a shortage of housing, and, and so the housing um, property market becoming much more expensive. Um, and when you when you couple that with you know earthquake strengthening work that's been going on in Wellington Housing New Zealand and the Wellington City Council have been doing a lot of that, um, which takes stock out of the market. Mm. Um, so it it doesn't become too difficult for people to actually realise well well you know the people that are homeless now aren't really you know they're not really that different from yeah, yeah. from either myself or people that I've got in my family. We'll we'll add that link I think um, in our in our post actually on Facebook. Um, so and you mentioned the education side of things and um, it's not just uh, so fourteen hours homeless. It starts at six pm this Friday um, at uh, Mount Cook School, um, one hundred and sixty Tory Street. But it's not just um, go off and sleep in different places, is it? It's um, it's uh, there's a there's a lot happening in, in the evening um, for people involved. Yeah, so we're hoping to get around about two hundred people. Last year we had I think two hundred and thirty um, people, and um, yeah, it's about. Uh, people coming together. So we're going to start the evening with, with with a briefing and we might show a couple of short videos about people who's who have become homeless. Um, but then there's an opportunity for people to go out and to, to get a first-hand insight into some of the work that agencies like the Downtown Community Ministries um, or the Soup Kitchen does. Uh, so, so that it, it gives... It gives you an insight that you wouldn't necessarily get unless you were involved in one of those agencies. Um, Last year I was part of the group that went to the night shelter. Um, So we had a bit of a barbecue there and we we got to meet some of the people that that stay there. So it's a men's hostel um, in uh, Taranaki Street. And at any one point they can take up to about, I think it's between um, sort of 40 to 50 men um, each night that, that could be sleeping there. Um, so it's about bringing people together, um, creating some of that awareness and giving them an insight into to work that these agencies are doing and really um, inspiring them to go out and, and to draw on their networks to raise money mm. um, from their connections uh, for so that this work can continue to be supported. And, you know, it'd be great to be able to say that actually, you know, this is going to be the last year in terms of, you know, this, there'd been a need for this. Mm. Um, and Timahana has put a line in the sand, 2020, 
um, but we're still a wee way away from getting to a point where there is no longer going to be a need for these sorts of services. So, yeah, it's about getting people having an insight into it. It's also about that experience. So people have three options. They have um, they can sleep on cardboard, they can sleep on a, on a couch, or they can sleep in their car. And so that's partly to, to demonstrate that homelessness isn't just about, you know, sleeping uh, rough on a piece mm. of cardboard or in a, in, a, um, in a store doorway. But, you know, there are people sleeping in cars and, and, and on couches. So you get an option to do that. You get... 14 hours, and, and I guess, you know, if you're a bit cynical, you'd say, well, what's 14 hours? And it's not a huge amount of time, but I've done it two years in a row on a piece of cardboard, and it, it's really, it's not that comfortable, and it's yeah. not that much fun. Yeah. So it does give you a little bit of an insight into what this might be like. Um, the last two years have been fantastic in that we've had you know, really good weather. It's been it's been balmy, it's been warm, and, you know, we've had clear skies, and so we're hoping that we're going to get the same um, on Friday. Mm. But if it doesn't, you know, that's just the reality. You know, people that are rough sleeping in particular don't get to choose the, the weather. Mm. So um, if we get a good day on Friday, that'll be fantastic. But if we don't, that's just the way it goes. Um, and you said last year you actually did have quite a lot of the 230 on cardboard. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah. so people make that choice. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I'd say if not 200, close to that 200 mark of people Mm. there. In fact, we ran out of cardboard when I went to grab my piece of cardboard at about 2 o'clock in the morning. There was none left. Oh, no. So I had to sort of walk around and see what I could could get from other people. Um, But... Yeah, most people tend to really embrace it by by having that, um, I guess, authentic as you can get by by taking that piece of cardboard and sleeping under the stars. And there's a there's a youth element to the night as well, is that right? Yeah, yeah. so that, that's the first time um, that we've involved young people. Um, prior to that, we've had it 18 and over, and that's that's was simply from a logistics perspective. And uh, so this year we've widened that out. Um, I think we're going to get somewhere in the vicinity of about 50 young people that are going to be part of that. Um, and they will go off and do, they'll have it, their evening will look a little bit different from ours. But what we're hoping is that um, they're going to put some, some um, materials together from a youth perspective. We're all sleeping at the same place. Um, so they will come back then. And what we're hoping the next morning is, is that then they, they will do a, a, a short presentation or feedback to the group on a youth perspective on homelessness uh, and, and what they've learnt and what they've discovered and also what they're hoping to take away from it. Yeah. And so uh, you mentioned the partners of Downtown Community Ministry, but um, there's also Salvation Army, Soup Kitchen, Wellington City Mission and Wellington Homeless Women's Trust. Yes. There's five that you have options yeah. of supporting on the through the yeah. site. Um, is it... So people go. People are doing this and are often fundraising individually for a collective pool. Is that how it's kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. So the the way that the event is run across New Zealand, um, but Wellington's probably the best example of collaboration that we've we've got and and happening. Um, and as you say, those five agencies are working together, and it's also supported by Wellington City Council. So the local hosts are, are going to be. Um, uh, taking people out on tours, oh, which is fantastic. And we're also supported by the Wellington Night Shelter. Um, so, yeah, those those are the sort of key agencies that are that are working in this space. But as I say, there are others. Um, so it's an opportunity to find out more about them and, and the work that they're doing. Um, 
the, the you know all of those um, all of those agencies will have representations on on site, and the idea is that across the country um, we're raising money for um, homelessness. But in Wellington, you can actually choose which agency you would like to support. So if you go onto the 14 Hours Homeless site. Uh, then you can look at, for example, what um, Youth Services, which is the Salvation Army, um, is doing, or you can look at TCM or the Soup Kitchen or the um, Wellington Homeless Women's Trust. And so people can make a choice. Uh, You register for the event, and then one of the things that we ask in terms of you registering is that you then go out to your network and and say, look, this is who I'm supporting. So it's the Wellington City Mission. Uh, This is the fantastic work that they're doing. And so I'm going to be sleeping out, and, and, you know, your contribution could be a donation, or you Mm -hmm. could join me on a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. So so last year, I think across the country, we raised about $80,000. And of that, um, this is amazing Wellingtonians, 60,000 of it was in Wellington. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, you heard it there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, is it too late? So it's not too late to get involved for people listening? Um, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So people can still register on that site. So it's 14hourshomeless.org.nz. Um, and so you could either register if you if you thought that this sounded like something that you wanted to be part of. And then it starts at 6 p.m. on Friday. So that's when registration happens. And it goes through to 8 o'clock the next morning. And we are asking people to stay for the full 14 hours. Mm. Um, so we'll have a bit of a countdown um, 8 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning. Um, and just, to, yeah, so... so so, so that's so it's absolutely not too late to be part of that. And if that doesn't sound like you, if, if but but you would like to support it, then then there are um, opportunities to go on and, and to make a donation to one of those five agencies that's working in this area. And lots of really good um, accessible material on that site as well. And um, I had a look at it before um, you joined me today. So yeah, and um, yeah, lots of, of stories, and we'll find those Herald ones. What can people do post fourteen hours um, homeless to kind of maintain involvement? or to, to find out more in future? Also, most of those agencies um, have a volunteer base, and so if this is something that you weren't able to be part of um, in the next few weeks or whatever, but you wanted to get involved, then then there's lots of volunteering opportunities um, through those agencies. This is, this is obviously a bit of... Um, we've got a... F- focus on the 14 hours homeless but at any point you know those agencies are out there doing this work and obviously not just working with homeless working across um, the sector in terms of other challenges as well so so people can could continue to support one of those agencies either through donations or by, by volunteering um, or many of these agencies also have uh, like a, a, a volunteer um, board or committee and so there's you know there's opportunities to get involved in that as well um yeah so those are probably the main main ways i mean you know uh, again uh, if people were looking at this sort of as a more sort of long-term option there's career options and and, and you know we're always looking for smart um motivated people yeah. to be working in these agencies um because it's you know that's what we need to be to be solving these sorts of issues mm. Super. Well, thanks very much for joining us today. Um, So, yes, just to remind the listeners, so Friday, 7th of October, this Friday, 6pm at Mount Cook School, 160 Tory Street. Um, If you want more information uh, between now and then, check out 14hourshomeless.org.nz and click on Wellington. And then under the Wellington logo, you've got the um, five different partners and, and heaps more information. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you. Cheers.